Welcome to Keep the Fire Burning with Elvin and Valerie Thompson. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that you enjoy today's podcast. First Corinthians uh, chapter 13, you know, we the love yeah. chapter, <laughs> you know, first Corinthians chapter 13. And of course, the Bible uses the word charity here and we're talking about love. But the Bible says that uh, charity suffers long or love suffered long uh, and it is kind. Love is kind. If you were someone and they're not kind to you. That that right there is a is a non negotiable. Right. You should not be with someone who's unkind to you. Charity envieth not. If you have someone who's overly jealous, you can't even put your phone down. You can't go anywhere. You can't even visit your family. You can't talk to your friend. Listen, something is wrong somewhere. You all need to work some things out and talk about that. Charity vaunteth not itself. It is not puffed up. My wife is first. I put her first before me all the time. It's about her. I, I'm going to be happy. If she happy, I'm going to be happy. If she ain't happy, I don't care what I do. If, if she's not smiling, that's a problem. And I and I can't feel good until I find I put a smile back on her face. But then it's a, it does it, it it does not behave itself unseemly. Isn't that right? Sam? That's right. It doesn't behave itself unseemly. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and it seeketh not her, her own. It is not easily provoked. If you were somebody that's easily provoked and you walking around on eggshells. Right. That's not, that's, that's, that's not good. No, no, that's not good that's at not all. Good. You know what I'm saying? It's not easily provoked. It thinketh no evil. It rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. It beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never fail. I'm telling you right now that I asked them this question in a Bible study several years ago, Samuel. I asked them, say, hey, after reading this chapter, how your love stacking up. Okay, after all that, you talking about you in love and y'all love each other. When you now put that up against what the word of God just told you about what love is, how does your love stack up now? And many people had to go back and say, you know what? Uh, maybe I wasn't loving the way God said I'm supposed to be loving. And maybe uh, what I thought was love, maybe that's not love. Samuel, you want to say something? Well, I, I just want to comment on what you just read. That statement, that 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 verse of scripture that you just got through reading, is a direct description of God' love for His people. It is. And so, this is how, and this is why, and this is why God is able to hang on the cross and die for some of us. Yes, sir. Especially somebody like I used to be. Yes, sir, and me. Because I'm just telling you. When you, when you start thinking about, we're talking about a healthy relationship here. And if we're talking about a healthy relationship, that healthy relationship starts in dating. That starts in dating. It starts in dating. You, I tell my girl, don't ever try to date someone you can't see yourself being married to for right. the rest of your life. That's right. Don't waste your don't time. Don't waste your 
Don't yes. waste your time dealing with somebody you know. I have got to give you an applause on that one. You you know you don't want to be with this person. Ain't no need of you pretending like you, you want to date them and you know they ain't the right height. They ain't the right color. You know, they ain't the right size in some kind of way. You know, they, they don't they don't act right. They don't talk right. If they if it's something that you don't like about them, then don't start. Right. Because if you don't start with the right foundation, we're gonna be God first. And if they ain't in the church, like my wife said, you better let them marinate a little bit you when they do get in there. Marinate. Because, see, you can't grab the first thing that grabbed the preacher hand. Come on now, doctor. You can't grab the first thing that grabbed right. the preacher hand. Because now we live in the technology. See, mm. we, we, I, come, I come up when a cell phone was unheard of. Yeah, we didn't have those. That was no such thing. You know, that was that was amazing to have a, a phone in the car. <laughs> but right now, if you got somebody and you can't pick up their phone. What you say? They, they, you don't have their code to their phone? I remember this, this movie we were watching. What the, what, Marcus, what the, what the phone number? What, what the, you know, Marcus, my, you know, what the code, Marcus? You know, and Marcus had to tell her, it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you got a situation like that and you can't, you can't function, you can't be yourself. Right. That, that's crazy. When Bishop gave us a thing about uh, uh, identity. Mm. You don't want to lose your identity. Don't lose your identity. If you got to change who you are right. to please, I, I got to be careful when I say you, stuff. No, come on and say know, it. I'm country, you know. No, I'm, I'm gonna leave that one out because that, that's a little on the. If you, <laughs> if you got to change who you are, yes, to please this fella, mm. you don't, you don't need him. Listen, don't lose yourself. You can't exactly. don't don't listen. You can't lose you. That's right. Don't don't, don't allow the relationship to swallow you up. You right. know exactly. At the end of the day, a healthy relationship is where both people are able to be themselves. Mm -hmm. You see, uh, I'm looking at you two right now, and you are able to be yourself. You know, yeah. and that's what we're talking about. You know, don't try uh, to make that person's light dim in order for your light to shine um, brighter. Exactly. You know. And I, I tell you, Valerie, I was thinking about um, uh, about us when he, was, when he was talking. I was thinking about uh, the importance of one aspect of being a healthy relationship that I think is uh, that it's very important as well. You know, the ability to laugh. Yes. What, what, you yes. know, and I say that because she likes to laugh, y'all. She, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you that's some nice. I have to tell her. I don't know what you laughing at over there, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I go to sleep. I don't know. I mean, and she almost about to fall out the bed laughing. And th and then the other nights when she ain't not gonna be satisfied till she show it to me so I can laugh. You right, know, but right. you know, but we spend a great deal of time just laughing um, together, and I think that's important. What do you think, Val? Absolutely. I mean, laughter. I mean, to me, it enhances a relationship. And you never tried to change me, even when he's like. You can give me that look like that's not funny. So I break him <laughs> and end up laughing. <laughs> and when we was talking about a relationship, I was thinking about, you know, we always was talking about the foundation being Christ. And many times, as you all said, if someone comes to the church, you need to let that person marinate. Mm -hmm. Now, many times they lock up and they get married and mm -hmm. get to the relationship. 
And before you know it, he's like, well, where's sister so-and-so? Where's mm. brother so-and-so? They used to be in church. We knew they were going to be in Bible study. We know they were going to be in Sunday service. Wow. But now you're in this relationship, and evidently it's unhealthy. Then, then, then you're not in church anymore. We can't find you. Seen it many times. Many yeah. times. Seen so it many if it's times. pulling you away from the ultimate love, which is the love of Jesus, then please break away and run. Yeah, I tell you what, I like the word that you used, Deborah, about marinate, you know, because I often say, uh, it, you know, even when members come to church, when someone comes to church initially, uh, certainly we're glad they're here. We welcome them in with open arms. We want to make sure they feel loved from the moment they step into the house. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we want them all to feel loved. But at the same time, I tell people, be very cautious. People can come in like thunder. Mm -hmm. Okay, but don't, 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 uh, you got to give that thing a while to see. Right. Let's find out what, who they are, what's going on. Uh, they don't, many times people don't genuinely tell you everything that they are running from and don't right. tell you always what they're running to. And so they'll come in. And so you, you know, I told pastors when I'm in, in, in pastoral meetings and I tell before you end up uh, putting a person in leadership and putting them in these positions and these offices, you need to let that person, first of all, sit there. Uh, I'm going to use the word you use now, marinate. Mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna tell, right. tell them to marinate it for a while. That's let right. Sit there and watch for a while. Let them grow. See where they're at uh, for a while. And if that's good in ministry, it's certainly great, good in the greatest ministry I believe there is, which is the ministry of husband and wife. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's, that, right. that, that's ministry. My mm -hmm. first ministry is not in the church, local church. My first ministry is to my wife and my children. That's right. That's that's who I've got to minister to. I've mm -hmm. got to be I've got to be a father to my children, but I've got to also be a pastor to them. I got to be a shepherd to them. I got to I've got to be a priest to them. I got to show them the things of God. I got to show my wife. I got to lead by example mm -hmm. in all these things. My ministry first of all starts in my home and then it can spread out um, to others. If I cannot minister properly uh, in my home to those who I say I love the most, then how am I and can be how am I going to be trusted by God to serve uh, others outside of the house? You're not going to be. You, you, right. right. So You're not going to be. You, you cannot be, can you? You can't. Right. And this is what we tell people. So, you know, minister to your wife. I minister to my wife and minister to me and serve. I serve my wife. She serves me. You know, I want to make her life as pleasant and easy as possible. I don't want her life to be hard. God didn't want our life to be hard. You alluded to it earlier, Samuel, when you talked about um, the sacrifice of Christ, you know, and how he's talked about. And both of you were talking about how and you used the uh, the, uh, the illustration from the scripture when it talks about um, loving her as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. That's right. He gave him self right. forward. Now, I'm going to say something now. Y'all hold on to your horses, but you know, make it a little rocky for just a second, but hold on. I'm going to get out of it. I'm just going to dive through it and come back through it. When you look at it, uh, at the end of the day, as a man, a man is anatomically designed to be a giver. He is. Right. I'll leave that at the high level. Go take a look. Right. A woman is designed to be a receiver. She's supposed to be. So she should never have to give as much as me because I am a giver. That's what I'm designed to do, give for exactly. her. And when I give to her properly, then she can be receptive of that. And in turn, she gives back 
to me more and it multiplies that which I gave to her. So even in our anatomic structure, God has so designed us and, and, and made us in such a way that if we just look at the handiwork of God and not try to change it, then you will understand what a healthy relationship ought to look like. Exactly. Would you all agree with that? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have to stay kind of high because I go down there sometime and they, they'll start looking at me and say, oh, oh, Bishop, Bishop. I say, okay, yeah, I thought y'all were grown. I thought, there was a, I thought there was an adult show we were, talking, uh, we were talking through. But that's what it's about. So when we look at it and we sum this up, we look at a healthy relationship. It begins with God mm-hmm. and it ends with God. Mm-hmm. And God is all through it. It, does. Yes. it starts with God. It ends with God. God's through it. See, this is the thing people got to understand. Now we're not we're not stupid. <laughs> let, 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 let's just be honest. Now we 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 love God, and we're gonna we're gonna do, and we're gonna learn about God, and we're gonna do what God wants us to do. But when you see her, what you say? When when you see her, come on now. It ain't spiritual. Come come on with it now. Come it on. It ain't spiritual. Come on here. <laughs> now you like what you like. Now that's just all there is to it. <laughs> and the church said amen. Amen. <laughs> and so don't get holier than God. Mm-hmm. That's right. When you start talking about, well, you don't, don't be saying, what you mean? Mm-hmm. I want to know the man that wants a wife and all he wants is her to cook. That's it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I want to know him because that ain't happening. Right. You you have a physical attraction to this individual that you want to be with. Well, I tell you what, Samuel, if you don't have a physical attraction to the person you say you want to be with, you're going to be attracted to somebody. They're going to be attracted to somebody. So you already set yourself up for some failure because if you're not attracted to that person, then you're going to be attracted to something. You're going to be attracted to somebody. I'm trying to tell you that right now. uh, You know, uh, at at, at the end of the day, uh, when I see my wife, uh, you know, uh, I see her as a beautiful woman. She is the child of God, and I thank God for that. That's right. But she is a beautiful woman, and let me tell you something, and I, she keep take care of herself good, too. Praise <laughs> be to God. I tell you that right now. Amen. And this is very important, what you're saying, and I don't want to stay on it too long, but this is a very important aspect. I want to talk to especially young couples. Listen, listen, if you are a young couple out here, you know that you liked what you saw. That person liked what they saw. Exactly. You can't then just let yourself go and just act like don't that don't matter anymore. Right. We ma- we's married now. We we right. you know, and all of a sudden you start letting yourself go. No, no. You have an obligation for, to upkeep that temple of yours. That, that you got to do some maintenance on yourself. Exactly. You know, I don't want my uh, wife to look at me and she say, "Man, what you doing? You you man, you let yourself go you don't right shave now. Shave no more. You don't shave. You don't you you don't put no clothes on. You don't ever do nothing. What you what you gonna? No, no. So so at the end of the day, I know when she met me, 
she liked what she saw. Right. And I'm going to keep it that way. So I'm going to work exactly. hard, you know. Yeah. And, and, and same thing that she she does. She works very hard, you know. Now we grow. We mature. Our bodies change. And sisters, y'all change because y'all have these wonderful children for us. Oh, yeah. And I'm telling y'all, bodies body. go through so many changes and, exactly. and different things. And, and so that is an understandable thing. What's not understandable, it, these, these young people out here today, they ain't got no children. It ain't, some of them ain't got no job. Right. And you sit there at home and just keep eating and eating and eating, and you won't take care of yourself, you won't do anything. That's a very dangerous place to be for your relationship. Right. Because after a while, you're going to find wandering eyes. Their eyes start wondering. You say, well, what happened? You got to give her something to look at. And yeah. give him something to look at. That's right. That's right. Okay. And so I think that is an absolute great point that you're making because we are human. And at the end of the day, I, Samuel, that you may like this one right here. Uh, that's something that Jesus won't be. People say right. he can be my everything. That's something Jesus won't be. Yeah. That's exactly. he, he gave you somebody to be some things for you. That's right. Okay, that's some needs Jesus ain't going to meet. Right. He's going to meet you spiritually. He's going to take care of your spiritual needs. But that's some needs that you ain't going to ask Jesus to fix for you. And he, gonna, he got somebody prepared for what, you. What did he say? Come on now, talk what to me. What did he say? Uh-uh. It's not good for me. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said what well, he started there from the beginning. It's not good for a man to be alone. So I'm not gonna give you everything for you. I got to give you something that I'm not gonna give you. Hey, I t- I can attest to it. It ain't good for man to be alone. I don't want to be alone. Lord, thank you for my wife. Hallelujah. <laughs> Uh, that's just it. That's just it. Yeah, right. and that's the truth of the matter, right? Deborah, did you want to say something? Why you all were talking? I just <laughs> went to a, a, a First Peter three one uh, chapter verse one. Likewise, wife, be subject to your own husband, mm. so that even some do not obey the word. Mm. They may be warned without a word by the conduct wow. of their wives when they see your respectful and pure. Conduct, yes, and do not let your adorning adorning just be uh, be external, the braiding of hair, putting mm. on the gold jewelry, or clothing you wear, but let your adorning be hidden, person of the, the hidden heart, person of the heart, with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, Ooh. and and that's the thing about when the way we carry ourselves, you know. We have to carry ourselves with such respect. Yes. You know, where the younger generation, yes. when they see us, oh, I want to be like yes. uh, Deborah. I want to be like Valerie. Yes. You know, because that's the thing that the younger generation are looking at that's yes. in the church. They're watching you. They're watching us. They're watching how we react to things. They're watching how we carry ourselves. You know, because I always tell my daughter, our daughter, uh, when, when she was young and in college, I said, leave something to the imagination. imagination. That's what we said. Don't yeah. show it all. Right. Because a woman that's going to show it all, that's the one he, the man not going to bring home to mama. That's correct. And that's one thing we have to remember. Did you hear and, that? And, 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 and when you care, you know, be professional out there. Be respectful of yourself. You don't have to wear stuff that's revealing. Mm. You know, cover yourself cover up. Cover yourself up. You know, I mean, if you got your pants on, don't let everything be showing. Leave something to the imagination. Yes, you you, you need an applause on that right there. 
Amen and amen. Yes, and so I agree with everything that you all are saying. And so I think that there's been some very good points made um, this afternoon just uh, in reference to uh, a healthy relationship and then looking at things that are uh, that also uh, are unhealthy in relationships. And notice that marriage takes work. Uh, it, take, it, it takes it takes work, work, you know. You have to be committed. You have to be committed to God and committed to uh, one another. You don't get uh, thirty-two years of marriage, thirty-eight years together, uh, without being committed, right. you know. That's and it. certainly, my wife and I know that after these thirty-six years of marriage, thirty-seven years of being together, you you, you don't get here if you're not um, committed. Right. There's gonna be ebbs and flows, and right. as you say. Yeah ups and downs you know uh every day is not going to be a bed of roses you know that's yeah. just not reality you got two different people with their own way of seeing looking at and viewing things back past experiences uh, and all those things that you bring into um the relationship and so we're ever growing even 36 years of marriage later valerie and i are still growing together mm -hmm. You right. know, yes. we're still learning. We're still um, discovering. I believe you all would say likewise. Oh, uh, yeah. You're, oh, you're yeah. still doing no so. Doubt. One of the things that we do um, is, and, and right now I told her yesterday, I'm trying to get her to do it right now, is, is we try to get away very often for two days to three days. Uh, you know, we live very, as pastors and leaders, we have very stressful lives. And, you know, with this church and all the other churches that we are having to see about, it's very stressful and it takes a toll and takes a lot out of you all yeah. the time. So we often try to, okay, we just, just we're going to take two days and three days and get away because it's so very important um, to make the relationship a priority. And I think that one of the things that I want everyone to know that uh, is that uh, no matter what, you've got to make your relationship a priority. You've got to do maintenance on that relationship. You've got to take care of your relationship, take care of each other. You know, uh, if you love each other, you should be willing to serve one another. You should be willing to be there for them. As we say, you know, uh, in the marriage vows, you know what I'm saying, uh, for better, for worse. Right. You know, That's right. Things get hard sometimes, but don't just uh, run away. Listen, you've got a lot of good information um, this afternoon. We're going to come back and we're going to wrap up the show in just a moment. And then uh, I'm going to have some final remarks. And I tell you, I'm going to let this dynamic couple go. But I have enjoyed having them here in We're the studio um, today. Uh, Samuel and Deborah, thank you so much for being here uh, with thank us. Thank you for inviting us. Listen, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, you all have blessed myself and I know they bless you, Valerie. Yes, I knew it was going to be great. Awesome. <laughs> I try to tell you right now, I couldn't wait for y'all to get up here into the studio. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, and, and I hope that you all will come back again and just share with the audience. We have the ability uh, to even do it while you're in Mississippi. We can right. we can get you to call in, and we can still do it. Uh, okay. So we okay. we have the ability uh, to bring you back on the show if you all would like to be on the show at another time. We would love to yes. have you all to do so. Audience, we're going to be right back. We're going to take a brief uh, uh, break, and then we're going to come back with final remarks, and we're going to wrap up today's episode of Keep the Fire Burning. Remember, you can listen to us each week on 
Simplecast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or Amazon Podcast, or any other major podcast network. If you have a question or you would like to just reach out to us concerning the show, you can reach us at ktfbpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to share and subscribe so that you can be notified each week when a new episode becomes available.